Hey YouTube, we out here. Craig Adams Podcast coming at you hard over the airwaves. Today we have a very interesting conversation, more interview with Jesse Lakes, the CEO of Genius Link. We talk about the fact that affiliate marketing is pretty dope and you should know about it. Here we go. Yeah, the, the company is really focused um, around links and affiliate links in particular, but let me take it back just a couple steps so it all has a bit more context. Um, in late high school, early college, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And the internet was, uh, this is you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, the internet was uh, this, this glorious thing, this amazing thing. Obviously, the dot-com crash was, or dot-com bubble and, and crash was super interesting. So I started my first online business about that time. And it was, uh, it was a content site really focused around uh, extreme sports. It's called Nifty Tricks. And the whole idea was to be the, the Bible of tricks, tips, and techniques. And uh, I tried so hard to get advertising deals because that's where the money was. You know, mm. It was the glorious days of $60, 70 $80 you know, CPMs. Uh, and I couldn't get any of those. Of course, I had no idea what I was doing. I was this little kid you know, um, that had a website that you know, got, some, got some okay traffic, but um, you know, really wasn't anything in particular. So affiliate marketing was really the only thing that was available to me. And I just remember the first time I really kind of dove into affiliate marketing was with you know, Commission Junction. Um, way back in the day and i hated it it was it was a miserable CJ. experience are there still a thing i think i just looked at vimeo's affiliate program and i think they were using cj or exactly that's got to yeah, be them yeah. right exactly yeah so commission junction got bought by uh conversant or however you pronounce that name uh, and became cj by conversant um, okay cool that's yeah that's a while ago um but yeah so affiliate marketing I hate it because you, you didn't get paid unless you actually sold something uh, where I wanted to you know, be rich because I had a bunch of banner ads. But that was really kind of the beginning of, of realizing that there was, a, yeah, you had to work for it, but there was something glorious once you figured it out. Uh, so my first probably few different websites that, that uh, took advantage of affiliate marketing were just complete duds. Um, then I stumbled upon this whole concept of uh, extreme sports soundtracks. So being a, a big, avid, outside port person, um, I always got really fired up when the new ski movies came out at each fall, the new snowboard videos came out. And uh, it was always fun watching those, not only because of, of you know, the amazing cinematography, but also the soundtracks. It was you, you found out the coolest new songs, the best new bands from watching these videos. Uh, so you'd watch the video, get really fired up, and you want to go and buy that song or buy that album. Mm -hmm. It just really wasn't a great resource to be able to do so. So I created a, a handful of sites that, that did exactly that. Uh, and then use the iTunes and Amazon affiliate programs to monetize them. That was the first time that I built a website that actually made decent money. And it was just this glorious, exciting thing to you know, have struggled and, and failed so many times for you know, mm -hmm. five, six, seven years and finally do something that, that resonated that actually worked. Um, it's fascinating that, when you look at it backwards because like, you could say the same with wedding film music i guess it could be very similar to that but just the idea of like how do you discover new music like people <laughs> these days watch videos and then they wonder what's the song that is the number one comment i get regardless of whatever because i always use music in my videos but people are always <laughs> like what's the song yeah so common you, yeah it, it's a, it's a great way to discover new music um and because there's music on top of video it, it elicits, I think, different different emotions and kind of help you oh, yeah. catch that song and appreciate that song more than just hearing it on the radio for the first time. So I'm a, I'm a huge, huge fan of, of yeah, music discovery through through visuals. But um, yeah, that's a, that's another story. Um, so anyway, iTunes became kind of this this big kicker for me. iTunes became my my you know 
what uh i wouldn't say put food on the table but definitely bought the ski passes and uh you know got me got me up to the mountains and, and got me new gear um and i found out that there was this massive disconnect with itunes i had this um it was really a first thought with my sites i had this great you know curve of traffic uh all these you know i was, I was definitely growing in a nice hockey stick manner with with the traffic to my websites um but then like the, the big question mark was why wasn't my revenue growing in conjunction with that, my revenue was growing really slowly. Mm -hmm. And that big aha moment came for me when I realized that 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 growth in traffic was international traffic. And that my, you know, the oh no moment came shortly after my aha moment. My oh no moment was that I was sending all my traffic to the US iTunes store and to Amazon.com. Mm -hmm. So that kind of inspired this whole, you know, epiphany of, well, there's there's a bigger picture here. There's a, I should be sending someone from the UK not to the U.S., but to the store in the U.K., and someone from Australia, not to you know the U.S., but to the store in Australia, etc. So iTunes at that point, I think, had 20 different storefronts and like 19 different affiliate programs. So once I started to realize that, I, I started to uh, to build out the solution for it, um, which has you know led into GeoWrite, which led into GeniusLink, which is why I'm here today. But it also led to this creation of all these notes. I uh, just put together all this documentation. I was working with uh, my best friend who was. Um, at Microsoft at the time, I, I took the uh, the crazy route for my twenties, and he took the professional route for his twenties. So I was, uh, you know, building these websites, and I was a uh, a whitewater rafting guide on an endless summer trek between Colorado and Costa Rica for a few different years. That is a different story. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, working with my buddy, you know, as an engineer, I need to document how all these different things work. So there was no real good documentation about the iTunes affiliate program. So I wrote up all these notes uh, so that he could actually build what I need him to build. And along the way, I ended up actually writing a book about the iTunes affiliate program, sent it to iTunes, said, hey, here's all the missing documentation. I think you guys will appreciate this. Uh, they fired back a cease and desist email. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and the, yeah, the threat of getting sued was uh, kind of this, this crazy thing. I've always been an Apple fanboy. I drank the Kool-Aid at an early age. But um, ended up hopping on the phone with this, this woman. Um, the first 30 seconds were very, very civil. And then, like, the next 45 minutes were a bunch of shouting and screaming back and forth at each other. Wow. Uh, the gist was that, yeah, they, they had no idea who I was and why, who gave me the, uh, the right to write a book about, you know, this, this thing. Um, so we ultimately agreed that they could have some time to review it. I wasn't going to publish it. Um, and a few weeks later, they, uh, they offered me a job. So I started off as a contractor and then eventually became the first global product and program manager for the iTunes affiliate program. So I went from a bum in Colorado and Costa Rica to having a cubicle commute and living near Cupertino, California. And um, I'll, I'll tell you, hiring you was probably much smarter than going through with the lawsuit. So <laughs> <laughs> cheaper maybe. for them, right? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Um, exactly. So now at this point, you're the CEO of Genius Link. And what, what does the company look like? And what has been the growth from that moment for the company? Yeah. So it's, um, it's been a crazy few years. Um, it's, uh, you know, this is the first time I've, uh, you know, first time founder. Um, well, I've had lots of projects in the past, but, you know, we've got, we've got a real team now. We've got 14 of us, um, you know, mostly based here in Seattle, a couple people uh, based in uh, western Montana. And uh, we have some help from uh, some, some contractors down in, in the Bay Area. But um, yeah, it's, a, it's a real business. There's, there's, um, we're, we're solving real problems, helping real clients do awesome things. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy to, to look at it from that perspective. Uh, it's much easier for me to uh, just look at it on an email to email and a problem to problem basis because that's what I'm most comfortable with. But it's um, yeah, it's it's become something real and it's been it's been pretty dang fun. Um, you know, meeting people like yourself and uh, being able to travel out to to New York City and, and uh, 
just have a days of, of conversations with super smart people doing crazy things and helping them with uh, one small aspect of that. Of course, you know, most people don't think about their links, but you know, the links are really what, you know, it's the glue that holds the internet together. So anyway, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent there. No, I'm curious about the clients because if I look at myself, I think I, I realize that I'm a huge, a very small fish in a big pond as far as the number of the links and traffic and tracked links and just, you know, I'm just a YouTuber making videos. So, uh, <laughs> like who, who is using the service and, and who kind of benefits the most? So great question. Um, the end goal, you know, one of the, one of the core things from the very beginning is the person that should benefit the most is always going to be the end user, the person that actually clicks on the link. Um, our whole thing is just making sure that link is smart. So again, if, if you are, you know, coming from India that we send you to, um, a store that, you know, operates and, and sells in a local currency, local language, and can provide you with, you know, something that you buy quick and efficient. And if you're in Germany, same story. And it's often not the same storefront that will do both. Right? Obviously, Amazon has has those different storefronts set up in different countries. But, you know, at the end of the day, the person that benefits the most should be the end user. And the second person should be our client. We, we of course, need to add value for our clients or else we wouldn't be a business. Um, and those clients are in all shapes and sizes. Um, you know, we have some of the largest companies in the world as clients, which is super exciting. We also, you know, very regularly work with with people that are just starting out with blogs or our YouTube channels, etc. And that's um that's honestly one of the challenges that we face is that we have such a range of clients, but it's also what what keeps it exciting. Um, you know, sometimes those corporate people are uh, a little a little dry, and it's more fun working with uh, someone that's just kind of getting getting off the ground that has that raw excitement. Um, yeah, a little yeah. different. Exactly. You get tired of redlining contracts and you prefer to uh, dive in and solve problems. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's the corporate clients that also help keep us alive. So I, I can't bad about them whatsoever. It's, it's also fascinating seeing the, the side, of, uh, side of the world from their perspective. Well, it is just an exciting thing to learn about affiliate marketing and then to dive into it. And I feel like the more I learn, if I answer one question, 10 more pop up. And I think that's just true with <laughs> everything. Um, yeah. But you've you've been helping me a lot uh just oh, with figuring it out um but I, like you offer a lot of different services do you do you feel like one is and you've been adding a couple but um just being able to automatically put in just any amazon link and then it to be registered uh as an amazon link attached to any id that we have and then both just us and international wherever you have your ids um is really beneficial super easy very intuitive but it's just it's got to be so much work to set that up and i know we've talked about setting that up automatically with like bnh or just like any other company but i cannot imagine the amount of back end stuff that has to be done to do like that because like you dive into it a little bit during our dinners and it's just it's always crazy yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you, thank you for acknowledging that. Right, you know, it's the it goes back to uh, you, know, you, you and your minimal, minimalist push. But you know, also kind of like the, the Mark Twain, uh, you know, wrote that if I had more time, I'd write you a shorter letter. It, it takes a lot of work to simplify something. Um, it, it takes. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. We have spent um, thousands and thousands of hours, you know, optimizing these different algorithms to uh, to do that link matching. And uh, you know, it's it's a it's a never ending process. Um, and it's. It's gratifying when when it works, and it's it's frustrating when it doesn't. But um, you know, we're we want to make that better. Again, you know, our end goal is to make sure that consumer has as seamless of a user experience as possible, because that ultimately impacts you know 
the, the, the more likely they are to buy by removing those hurdles, the less friction there is, the more likely you're going to receive a commission. That's the whole game of affiliate marketing, right? You, you make a recommendation, you, you mention a product, there's often an intent to purchase that product. Well, the more, the more things you stack in front of that in consumer trying to buy it, the more likely they're not going to buy it. So what can we do to help you sell that? Well, we can start to eliminate some of these, some of these pieces of the friction. But um, you brought up a really interesting point, if I can take just a, a quick step back, um, in regards to kind of this, you know, <laughs> what, what, what are we doing, right, you know, between some of these new features we've rolled out and some of this older stuff. And there's really kind of uh, there are two sides to the business. You know, from one side is kind of this link localization and affiliation product where you know the idea is that you give us just a single link and that we can we can do some magic with that we can make sure that it's affiliated correctly we can make sure that it's localized correctly for your users etc and we do that for itunes and amazon uh, microsoft store and we're definitely looking at others now on the flip side um, which i think is what you're kind of hinting at is we have this whole idea of a link management platform Uh, most people think of link management as something like bitly um, and they're they're absolutely right link link management is, is you know bitly has definitely kind of been the one that's initiated the, the movement, but it's something that we've really tried to, to evolve and, and move forward with. But the idea that you, know, you can you can create a link to anything and by you know using a link inside of a link management platform, just like you know using a website with a, um, a content management platform makes it a whole lot easier. You can you can do more things with WordPress than if you just had a you know if you were writing all the HTML yourself. So with that analogy, you know trying to do the different targeting uh, pixels, A B testing, uh, choice links, etc. Um, did that answer your question, or did I just completely go off in left field? That's good. It's interesting to hear <laughs> what the what your attention is to move towards as far as new features, and because you know you're strengthening the core basic tools, but then there's always room for growth. So it's interesting to know which tools you're moving towards. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, half that honestly comes. Well, more than half of these days, we have ultimately solved the problems we set out to solve. Uh-huh. But then, in solving that, we built a platform and built a client base that they continue to have needs. Um, so we've been really fortunate to have clients that that have really interesting challenges and really interesting problems. And we're really at a, a point now. You know, we have to focus to some degree, so we can't say yes to everything. But we love hearing from our clients. Hey, what if? Can you do this and this? Can you connect this and this? Or can I do this and this? And that's that's honestly what gets us really excited these days is to you know continue to evolve it. Uh, you know we're we're working on behalf of our clients these days. So you talked about iTunes. Let's talk about <laughs> Amazon. Yes. Very interesting relationship. <laughs> yes, uh, Amazon is a. Um, yeah, we. I, I can't. What is it? Their terms of service prohibit you from saying that you have a relationship with Amazon. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I can't specifically mention anything along those lines, but we uh, being in Seattle, them being in Seattle, uh, us overlapping significantly, um, we've put a lot of time and effort into ensuring that we are good citizens of the Amazon ecosystem. I think my lawyer would approve of everything <laughs> I said there. Yeah, I don't think very I careful. said anything. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Um, yeah, so it seems like nowadays every business has an affiliate program, and if they don't, they probably should. Um, <laughs> I'm interested in your thoughts on just like the future of affiliate marketing because I don't know, maybe I'm just fresh into it, and it's it's existed since the internet has started, maybe. But I feel like it it keeps growing and becoming more of a thing, especially with more and more. See, it's just coming from my perspective. I just see a lot mm-hmm. of influencers using affiliate and Amazon being such a large powerhouse in the market today. Um, 
yeah uh, amazon affiliate yeah. or just affiliate in general is like growing would you say or yeah oh absolutely so there's <laughs> You know, the, the topics you just mentioned the last 10 seconds are, are you know, as you know, can can last for a two hour yeah. um, with all the, with all the different nuances. But yeah, a- affiliate is definitely growing. Um, and you're absolutely right that uh, affiliate and influencer seem to be having a um, a lot of overlap. Um, and that's something that we're very excited about is that, you know, influencer marketing is, is you know, from everything we've seen to a great way, a, a great evolution of, of marketing in general, but also kind of, at least from our, our perspective through our lens is really, I think where, um, where affiliate can really add a lot. Um, there's, there's this whole, you know, attribution perspective, you know, it, it's great for, you know, Kim Kardashian to mention whatever, or, you know, and that's probably a bad example of, of influencer marketing as, as influencer marketing seems to be getting its best growth from kind of this whole micro influencer with more authentic crowds. Mm. Uh, and it seems that Kim is not the, uh, the perfect example of that, but, <laughs> Just, just you know, being able to to take you know some of what. Let me take a step back. Affiliate marketing works is really all about attribution, right? You know, hey Craig, you sent me a hundred clicks, and you know, ten percent of those converted. You know, you got us ten sales. Awesome. You know, that attribution allows me to reward you for those ten sales. And hey, you know, so and so, you know, you sent us a thousand clicks, but only five of them were rewarded. You know, hey, thank you so much for that. Yeah, you know, we definitely reward you for that. But you know, if you looked at just those clicks, you would say that you know the other influencer was doing better than Craig. But you know, ultimately, we saw that Craig sold half as you know, or twice as many items as, as the other person. So you know, Craig is ultimately a, a better source of, of traffic for us. You know, that that ability to have that attribution and kind of know the pieces all the way through is mm-hmm. is really what has made affiliate work. And I think that same same idea should should also kind of help take influencers to that next level. Yes, there is the whole branding perspective where, you know, so-and-so using this product or mentioning this product is going to help in the general piece of things. Um, but if you can really kind of track it back and maybe it's not that last click attribution that's often used, but you know, more of a multivariate or multi-touch attribution, there's, there's more there. So yeah, going it's, down a little it's, bit of a rabbit hole. No, it's ahead. the idea of like watch time versus views. It's follows versus actual engagement. You know, it, more and more, it seems like there needs to be at least two metrics to measure success. And it can't just be, like you said, uh, A and B. A sold 10, B sold 10, but A had 100 clicks and B had a million clicks. You know, B's not doing so well. Exactly. Uh, it's important to know that more and more. Absolutely. I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. And that's, you know, it's not for everything. It's not for every campaign. But in, in the general sense of things, I think that that's, you know, there's, it's too easy to go out and, and buy followers or to, to try to cheat the system. But at the end of the day, you know, those those sales are, are really what matters. Unfortunately, it, it really you know, kind of, boils down to that bottom line, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that attribution, those affiliate programs are really just, you know, glorified attribution programs. I, I don't say that in a demeaning way. I'm, a, I'm obviously a huge believer in affiliate marketing, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's, but, there's good but stuff But being able to prove um, the success and why it happened is very important, especially for like kind of no contract brand deals these days it seems so it's good to be able to say i got this this amount of clicks from these countries at this time or whatever uh so the stats behind the the campaign are so important um and then we talked about a little bit but you've mentioned it before like the number of gates that have to 
you know, a sale has to travel through before it reaches the end. And it seems these days that it's just the end that matters. Whereas there might be a number of influencers who actually influence the sale, but the person who got it last gets the sale, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, you know, traditionally marketing had been kind of thought of as a funnel, right. And you move to, through different steps in the funnel, right. And it's kind of this one, process to to kind of work your way through between you know the interest and the engagement and kind of you know wrapping things up and then the actual sale and traditionally affiliate marketing has really been kind of focused on that idea um and they want to reward kind of the the last the last piece of the funnel the person actually made the sale um and that that's kind of becoming an antiquated it's it's relatively easy to do because it's just you know, someone clicks on a link, they set mm-hmm. a cookie or they, they tie it to their account and then they reward the person for, for that sale. But, you know, any, any more, we're, we're so well connected with so many different devices and spend so much time online that, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, at buying a car in the relatively near future. Um, and I'm doing research here, I'm doing research there, um, et cetera. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's likely just the dealership that's going to get the attribution for me to buy that car. And that's not mm-hmm. necessarily true. You know, um, yeah. there was a lot of really good, um, articles that I read that are, are kind of shifting one one degree to the, act, the next. Mm-hmm. So it would be great if those articles, you know, got some some reward and not just the dealership. Now, granted, that's kind of an offline example, but if you apply that towards, you know, again, Amazon, right? Amazon rewards on that last click. The last person to push someone to Amazon where they actually buy is the one that gets the reward for that. But yeah, they may have, you know, you may have mentioned it in the very beginning. You you, you use, you know, these. Um, microphones in, in your podcasting, right? So you mentioned it there. I heard about that, um, but I may go, you know, to some comparison site to see who actually has the cheapest price on those headphones and then or those, they those get microphones. The, and then they get exactly. The, yep, yep. So this whole multi-level or um, multi-touch attribution is, is definitely picking up in popularity and theoretically makes a ton of sense, but it's it's significantly more complicated. And only a handful yeah. of people have really done it. So the biggest tech companies in the world have been working on this tirelessly. And it seems like that's becoming one of the biggest, not biggest, but it's a huge market to know the information of what people are doing online and what's influencing sales. Uh, so I think in the future, we're going to move away from that binary. This person bought this. So this person gets the credit um, idea of, more towards kind of micro affiliation where it's this person spent this amount of time looking at this Instagram post from this about this car, but then the person went on this blog and, and bought it with this other thing. But you know, the, the 10 seconds looking at the posts mattered in some, but it's, it's really Mm -hmm. hard to measure that and figure out what actually contributed to the sale. But more and more, I think the the binary this person bought this 100% goes to the last click is going to be broken up into 50-50, you know, it's more and more micro affiliation is going to be a thing that happens, I think. I yeah, I I, I completely agree with you. The question is is it going to happen this year or next year or <laughs> the next decade? And that's yeah, it's when there's quantum computing. No no one's going <laughs> to <Exactly. laughs> What does it all matter? Let's and get nihilistic. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, or, or yeah, Google Glass will tell us what what we're watching. I guess Google Glass is on its way out. But yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You get the idea that there's so many different pieces and you know so yeah. much. There's questions of privacy. Happen. There's questions of. I don't know. It, it seems like more and more we're saying yes, I agree to every single app or th- or website or thing that we click into to give permission to get smart ads. So exactly, I see a and trend. This- 
those terms of services just get longer and longer and uh, yeah yeah no one no one actually reads them but yeah yeah, yeah it's a it's a crazy world you know affiliate marketing is definitely evolving i definitely agree with you that more and more people should should have affiliate programs um but it's also you know having having a, an affiliate program and having a good affiliate program are two completely different things you, you know you mentioned that you know, affiliate marketing had been around since the beginning of the internet and that's not quite true um you know, it definitely started to pick up in the in the late 90s i think it was like a uh, a flower company that was kind of the original uh, originator of affiliate mm. marketing, but Amazon was very close behind um, and is often attributed as the first affiliate marketers, which is not technically true if I understand correctly. Um, that would be fascinating Amazon, yeah, to learn more about. Amazon. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the interested. Wikipedia page for affiliate marketing has some good stuff. Um, mm. It's been a while since I've read it. I, I am not normally one to read encyclopedias, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there, there's definitely some good some good tidbits, some good trivia in there for you. Um, yeah. But Amazon's, yeah, Amazon's a great intro affiliate program. It's a great way to get your feet wet. You know, the conversions are there. Uh, it's, it's very simple to, to use. Um, you know, Amazon does well at, at converting things, but it's definitely not the only affiliate program. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been mentioning Genius Link a bit in my workshops, uh, just teaching <laughs> people you. how to do YouTube. And people um, are always fascinated and want to know more uh, because a couple of the features that I point out are... You know, uh, simple ones, the being able to edit, um, the link <laughs> that the, the, the tracked link goes to, which bitly mm-hmm. does not do. Um, yep. and it's a lifesaver. So for example, I changed my Instagram name and I just recently finally got at Craig Adams on Twitter. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I, I just went, took five minutes, went through genius, selected all the Twitter links I've made that were sending people to the wrong one and, uh, updated them. So it, it's just a lifesaver. It's very simple, but it makes it so there are no lost people clicking my links, going to broken website pages. So very helpful. Boom. Exactly. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's a, that's a great, I mean, that is one of 20 different features that yes. we offer, but yeah, that, that insurance is, is important. And, uh, you know, again, you know, just like WordPress isn't just, you know, doing one thing, there's a lot of different little pieces, a lot of different tools that, that work well together to make it, you know, the kind of the premier content management system. We're, we're shooting for the same thing with, with being, you know, the premier intelligent link management platform is just, you know, little, little tools that, you know, you only need once in a while, but when you need them, it's really important that they work and they work really well. Mm-hmm. And my Facebook pixels are starting to be used, um, starting to do some Facebook marketing, especially for wedding film school. But I've been using, placing pixels on everything for, I should, like, I've just gone yes or no with the pixels. Like, I'll start to actually splice it up between brides and couples versus people who (laughs) are wedding filmmakers versus people who just want, like, travel films but nice. being able to use the people who click my genius links as an audience on Facebook is pretty dope. So let's, let's take just a quick step back because we're, we're diving into a concept that um, I find unfortunately not a lot of people understand, but yeah. it's also kind of a new concept. Let's do so it. Um, if, 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 if I may, yeah, the, the gist is that a, a pixel is, um, is a tracking piece and uh, most people use these tracking pieces on their website. Um, Facebook has a, a great tracking, you know, via their custom audience pixel. Uh, Google does one for their their um, AdWords, the um, their remarketing pixel. Twitter does one, LinkedIn, etc. The idea is that you put a little chunk of JavaScript code on your website, and then everyone that goes to that website gets added to a list, and then you can use that list later for a couple different things. One is just better knowledge of who's actually using 
your, your website. You know, Google Analytics is great for telling you kind of in general, but if you set a Facebook uh, custom audience pixel on your website and then look at it via Facebook, they can give you a lot more uh, demographic and psychographic information than, than Google can. Um, but the real limitation has been your Facebook pixel is stuck to going to a website. And what Craig and I were just talking about is really being able to add your, your pixels into your links so you don't necessarily have to send everyone to your website to be able to, to add to that list. Pixels that, unleashed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was that, was that a, a good enough No, definition? that was a good definition, totally. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah, what, what Craig's doing now, if I understand this correctly, is you're sending people to all different sorts of things. So send them to YouTube or sending them to, to Twitter, to Instagram, and mm-hmm. when they're clicking on that link to go to that path, you know that they're interested in your stuff, so you can add them to that list so they can use, then use them later, such yes. as for, for the wedding stuff you just talked about. Yeah. Cool, perfect. I'm I'd love starting basic, but uh, like I said, I can start to get more specific as far as the type of person I'm trying to reach with my ads, but it makes Facebook ads make sense because before it just felt like a sh- blind shot in the dark. <laughs> but honestly, Facebook ads are probably better than they used to be, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just general Google banner ad stuff, but right? Are they? Yeah. Well, that's that was the thing before, right? Is that you were, you know, each of these tools had this this whole idea of, of being able to target and target even more and more granularly. But I don't know exactly what the perfect persona of uh, the person that I want to to use Genius Link. Yes, I, I have some basic things, but honestly, it's a lot easier for me to to add a you know Facebook custom audience pixel to our website. And then let Facebook tell me what these people look like and then build an audience based off of people that, are, that look similar to them. Um, that's, yeah, it's way easier to do that and, you know, puts all the, the hard computing, hard targeting on Facebook's shoulders instead of my shoulders. Absolutely. And it's just one satisfying feature of genius. <laughs> <laughs> now you're becoming a salesman. <laughs> no. no, it's, um, again, it's, it's all about having these little tools that work well together. What are your thoughts about disclaimers, letting people know that you're placing affiliate links? Like, are there rules to that or is mm-hmm. it a general concept that you should do it? So both, right? Um, I'm a huge believer in transparency. Um, I, I think it's, it's very important to just be upfront. Um, and when people, when you're upfront about it, it seems that, that clients in general are appreciative of that or sorry, the end shoppers are appreciative of that. Uh, also the, um, uh, SEC uh, or FCC, I can't remember which which governing body uh, requires that you disclose when an affiliate link is used. And take that one step further, Amazon actually requires that you do the same because they're bound by the same uh, SEC or FCC rule. So it's it's very important to to be upfront about it. If you're using an affiliate link, you know, make sure that it's mentioned. It's an affiliate link, or you know, at the very bare minimum, tell people where the link's going. You know, Amazon is is very um, What's what's the correct politically correct term? They they very much want you to be to be straightforward about um, disclosing that Amazon links go to Amazon. Um, but then yeah, again, take that one step further and make sure that that you're disclosing that it's a it's affiliate related. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it may not look perfect, but that that extra transparency is is definitely important. Because what they so don't I, I want, I feel strongly about that one. No, it's all good. The the thing that they don't want is like the email spammers who are just trying to get as many clicks as they can to go to like an Amazon affiliate link, right? Because that's that would be the worst. Like people don't know what they're clicking on, but just clicking on it gives them money. Well, exactly. There's this whole concept, and it's it's not as as prevalent as it used to be. But uh, one of my favorite jobs back when I was working at iTunes is going after 
the cookie stuffers. I mean, it's the idea that the way that affiliate programs work is, is you know, you set this affiliate cookie. So then everything that's bought during the next, you know, 12, 24, 72 hours, 72 days, whatever it may be, you'll get rewarded for it. So what people were doing is they were setting things up so that a cookie would fire even though you didn't actually click on a link to go to that page. Oh, um, yeah. There's a couple kind of tricky ways you can do that. And the idea is that if you set open it up enough cookies, then you're going to catch the people that were going to go to that page anyway and buy. So, you know, back to your spammer example, the whole idea is, you know, they get enough people out there to click on those links, um, then they're, they're going to catch, you know, something. They're going to earn commissions even though they didn't do any sort of work to recommend a product or, you know, add any value to that, that, that buying journey. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's out there, but it seems like to me that's a little less of a problem. Maybe there's been a big crackdown, but maybe I just don't do email anymore. (laughs) Well, honestly, email, you're not supposed to do email with Amazon. Um, Ah, Amazon, yeah, yeah, it's line something something in in, in the terms of service, Um, but you're only supposed to do online stuff. Email, uh, back of Kindle books, et cetera, is not an online way. So, and that's, you know, as, as good of a, as great of an affiliate program as Amazon is, they've got pretty stringent rules around what does and doesn't fly. And they have, you know, a, a compliance team that is, is very good. It makes uh, sense for better or worse. Yeah. Um, let's talk about emails real quick. We're all over the board, but what are your, what are your thoughts on email lists? Email lists are where the money is right. Still right. Older people have more money to spend. Definitely. I, I would say that, you know, communities is, is where the money is. And I think okay. email lists are the most tangible ways to to have a, a community, right? You know, a community on YouTube, you know, at the end of the day, you know, YouTube really kind of owns that community. Your subscriber list, well, that's, you know, that's under YouTube's rule. And, you know, your followers on Facebook or Twitter, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a community to some degree. And that's super important. But ultimately, you know, it's kind of it, it's owned inside that wall garden. You know, an email address is something you own. No one can really take away that email address from you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think that you know, what you're saying is absolutely correct, that an email list is is super important. But you have to be careful about that. You know, uh, Pat Flynn, who I'm a, a big fan of in the affiliate world, he has a lot of good, good recommendations. But just, you know, making sure that you're always adding value. Every email you send does something for them, not for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Gary Vee has kind of the same same approach, right? You know, I value always give like 51 percent yeah 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 i get that um and more and more i realize that kind of every social media is like a form of email list is there a better term than email list to describe that idea of pushing content on a is it a newsletter i don't know it's weird (laughs) you know (laughs) because like twitter twitter is like an email list but just in a thread, like it's a public email yeah. list. Instagram is a photo email list. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't have a good answer for that one. I'll have to ponder that. <laughs> it would have been interesting to like be in this back in the day once when it was new, like it, it must've been so different. I don't know. In the nineties. Right. I don't even remember. <laughs> uh. well, it's always easier. Yeah. When it's, when it's newer. Um, but that also means that today is better than tomorrow. Um, don't, don't feel like you missed out because you didn't get it from the very beginning. You know, it's only going to get harder, the further, 
the longer we go. But that, again, always look for new opportunities as well. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to in the future? You got any projects or plans or big ideas on the horizon? Or Yeah, we've got <laughs> 2018 is going to be an awesome year for us. Um, we've, we've really, I think, kind of uh, built a lot of foundational pieces and uh, got learned a lot of lessons in 2017. So 2018 is going to be is going to be a good year. And it's, I think for us, it's really kind of focusing in. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we have such a wide list of clients and it's been really challenging trying to, to build tools for everyone. Um, and we love those challenges and we always, always want to hear those, those, um, you know, what, what we could do better as far as new tools. But I think we're going to really focus in on making sure that our tools help our clients become better marketers. Um, and are more diversified. Um, so again, we do a lot around Amazon. We'll continue to do a lot around Amazon. But as you mentioned, you know, B&H Photo is a great alternative and sometimes has cheaper prices and faster shipping than, than Amazon. Um, and unfortunately, you know, B&H doesn't get as much love as they probably should, even though they've got you know, a great team, a good affiliate program, et cetera. So we would love to kind of help uh, get more tools to help kind of balance things out. Um, as, as you've noticed too, you know, a little bit of diversification, not only in revenue streams, but affiliate programs can also be good. It's it's safer that way. Um, we love Amazon. Amazon is great. I'm, I'm not trying to take away from them whatsoever. But at the end of the day, you know, just like you don't want to only build a community in YouTube and Facebook, you want to have that email list. Mm-hmm. Same with affiliate marketing. You know, you want to make sure that, you know, a good percentage of your revenue is probably coming from Amazon. But it, it wouldn't be bad. In fact, it would probably be pretty smart to also make sure that you have those other affiliate relationships as well those other affiliate programs that you were you, you were just looking at from a kind of a bigger perspective and we're really excited about building some tools specifically to help that yep that's why you don't just go 100 percent on vine <laughs> vine's dead hey vine exactly. 2 might come back i'm really i'm, I'm ready for it i want to make some okay. six minute or six second comedy things so um, i can't think fast enough in six seconds to make you think it's worthwhile but that's um, why we have creatives in the world like you craig yes thank you well i'm glad that um you know we're able to have these conversations because they're fascinating they're always things that i typically don't think about and i always have some kind of new revelation every time we have a chat so i thank you for that oh absolutely no it's uh my my absolute pleasure i'm i'm, I'm glad i can add value and it's always it's, it's fun seeing the affiliate world through a, a new set of lenses you know i'm i'm a bit jaded i, I love it <laughs> deeply but i'm definitely a bit jaded so it's, it's great to hear your curiosity and uh, excitement for it and that is the end of the episode you made it all the way to the end congrats you just listen to us for a while so if you have any thoughts i'd love to hear on twitter so hit me up at craig adams on twitter jesse's there as well i'll make sure good stuff gets to him if you want to have any other questions about the company links him or whatever your precious little minds come up with that'd be wonderful um i i only do this once i record once in a long take so this is what you get deal with it thank you so much for listening to my podcast give us a rating uh five star preferably if you'd like to help us out and get us discovered more and let me know who you'd like to have on the show topics anything interesting i want to start doing call-ins because i think that'd be hilarious especially when we're doing podcast interviews with india 
just like little couch chit chats. So let me know if that's a good idea on Twitter. But uh, make sure to hit up Genius Link. Check the description in the show notes for my referral code to uh, try the company and try the service. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Peace out, fam squad litness.